0: Hey guys and friends! So, welcome to, of course, you know the show. It's Nadie's world with your girl Nadia. That's miss to you. <laughs> anyway, it's Friday. We are in March. We're marching along. <laughs> you know what? Can you do? We're pretty much uh we're pretty much marching into March. Um, it happens to be Women's International Month, so. Pretty much we're celebrating women, women in politics, women in religion, women in music, women in act, women in acting, act, I'm sorry, women as actress. Hell, we would celebrate ourselves, whether we're a celebrity or not, it's all about the women for this month. So, pretty much, we got quite a lot of things to cover, so you already know I'm bringing it to you. Not even out of the press, but I got it. Let you know what's going on. So, we're gonna get started like this. So, all you De La Soul fans, <laughs> De La Soul's albums, the first six albums, we're talking from the uh, 35 feet and rising all the way up into, I would say, artificial. Oh my god! I forgot the I forgot the last album, but anyway, their body of work is on all streaming service platforms today. I've been jamming it so easy since I'm not going ugh I'm gonna play that song out <laughs> so um yes, they also celebrated last night in the city um pretty much um uh, paying tribute to their to the uh, to Dave, who pretty much unfortunately, you know, passed away last month, um, I could say the entire team of De La Soul. The other two members came out. Um, I saw Queen Latifah. I saw Moni Love. It, it was it was just the whole. It was just respect and love that was paid respectfully to De La Soul, and continuously and hopefully, not only with not Dave being here anymore, you know. Um, De La Soul gets the respect and just, you know, the props of them just bringing their own flavor and their um, their contribution, not only to hip-hop, but to music in general, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, they had a ball last night <laughs> to ring in what De La Soul contributed to music. So, yes, um, all streaming services, De La Soul, get these records, stream it. I'm just saying, run it, run it up. Okay, so I forgot to tell you guys about this the last episode, but Stephanie, say it like you mean it, unapologetic Mills. Okay, <laughs> was on the um was on the uh, Breakfast Club this past week. I really have to tune into the episode to see what she was really saying. But before that part. She was uh, doing an interview for Vlad TV. Most of you guys are not familiar with Vlad TV. Tune in. It's very informative. So, of course, both of you guys are not familiar with Stephanie Mills. But let me introduce you again. Okay. Stephanie Mills has been. Her career, I'm going to be honest with you, has been over 40 something years in the game. Um, she's what I to her. To me, I call her the small lady with the power punch of a voice. Her voice is huge. Big. I mean, she had uh, her vocals are off the chain. She does this growl. I wouldn't say a cry, but it's like a growl. Kind of like Stephanie Mills, like I said, has been making music for over 40 something years. She's been an actress. She's even had, she can you can even mark her next to talk show host. But uh, But also Stephanie Mills is not, does not give a damn what she says. She says it. She means it. She owns it. The end. I can't even say she's apologetic for that. She just says whatever she wants to say and will stand (laughs) ten toes down on it. And that's it. And you can't knock her for that. So in the Vlad interview, okay, she was definitely very close With Michael. Very close. That's her boo. (laughs) Her boo. As in friends. Just saying. Don't y'all get misconception. But yes. But she revealed to the interviewer that she called him the n-word. When I heard that, I said, what? She said, yeah, I called Michael the n-word. Because he was. I was like, what? Even the interviewer was stunned and he really didn't have the words, and I, I didn't have the words either. I said, you know what? Interview over. <laughs> we all can go home now, okay? This ain't even a mic drop. This is more of a, okay, you guys, we could all pack this up, and we can roll out. Yeah, she said that. She said, because he was. He's black. She said, okay. I'm like, uh-uh. She said, yeah, he used to laugh. She said that he would laugh. When he would call she called him the N-word. Like he would be hysterically laughing. I'm like, what? Like, I mean, it it, it was it, i'm I'm like, come on, who says that? But you gotta respect her for her gangsterness. You gotta respect her for saying that. Who calls somebody the n-word and they just laugh? I mean, chuckle it up. Hmm. That'd have been fighting words. Knowing that you know the history of what the N-word entails. It's not a It's not an uplifting word, if you know what I mean. That's more like, you about to get your ass kicked. That's degrading, okay? If you really want to know the depiction of that word, I mean, it ain't cute-cute. But anyway, I mean, that's pretty much how the camaraderie with Michael, among other things, not just the word, but how they they were as friends. She said that they used to go to, um, y'all know about, um, Studio 54 back in the day, come on, and the hamster. I think, yeah, yeah, I remember a club, uh, Studio 54. Come on, everybody. She said that they would be up in the DJ booth, they wouldn't go down on the floor because you know a lot of things was going on sex, drugs, dancing. Come on, now it was the 70s, anything goes and went. <laughs> just saying, so they would be up in the booth, you know, just watching everybody down below, but having still a good time. She said, Michael and her never smoked, never drank, never participated in all those activities. So she was like, nah, I wasn't having that. I was, she said, I wasn't having that. She was like, no, Mm -mm." I'm like, okay. So I definitely have to tune into the Vlad Vlad interview to get more. Because I definitely wanted her take on why she wouldn't do the show unsung. After Aung producers have come to her numerous times I mean she said previously in the, previously before that she would not do that type of show Because she feels it's a show that for people that you know You haven't heard from in a long time Has-beens and she's not a has-been And I mean for me I don't think that the show is for people who, who have been You know what I'm saying I, I think it's a show for people I, th- I think the Aung show not to be funny even though it has like a strange omen to it. Because the people they have interviewed in the past are no longer here. Which makes it very ironically weird. If you know what I mean. But I just think it's, it's, it's for the music of folks that we haven't heard from in a while. In a long time. They're not back in the fold as they should be but they're off you know just living life so you know i mean she's she's entitled to her opinion and i would never say she's a has-been she's washed up we don't hear from her that's a lie it's just you know her career should have went a bit more further than it did because she also spoke about in the industry where she feels is still racial that her um As far as her song content is concerned, I say most of you guys are familiar with all the songs. Jesse, Secret Lady, I Feel Good All Over, Comfort of a Man. The list goes on and on. Her videos never got played on MTV or VH1. And I wouldn't even, and I would put it into question about even, I forgot home. Don't slap me for that. I also can put into question if her, if her songs got played on BET. I'm really feeling the question marks on that part, and that's something I wish you know the interview would have asked asked too. But she said no, her videos did not get played on VH1 or MTV, and she said even when they did VH1 Soul at night, they never played her videos. They said that her videos were too urban. And of course, you know, for most of you guys, remember with Michael when Thriller and Beat It and Billie Jean, all the albums from Thriller were coming, and MTV wasn't trying to play none of his records. The head of CBS, the head of CBS on his record label at the time, told him, Oh, really? Y'all don't want to play him? (laughs) Y'all don't want to play him? Let me snatch y'all up real quick, MTV. Let me tell y'all something I'll tell you like this. Play none of his, it don't, you know. She said that Michael had people backing him up, as you should. Because if you have an artist like Michael, who is a country, who has contributed to music freaking all his life. And he got, and he has album, and he has the most. Best selling album of all time And you ain't playing none of his videos On MTV You must have lost your rabbit ass mind And not to be funny But once they played his videos Then other artists Were coming out the gate You could say of the Black Persuasion Were coming out the gate also Coming right on in too Prince, you had Eddie Nelson You had Billy Ocean, you had Anita Baker I mean for you to tell somebody That their videos are too urban What does that mean? Was this too black for you? What? What does that mean? And even in the crossing, crossing over, as they like to say with Whitney, how she was like pop. Pop how? What is pop? Pop is what? Isn't it catchy? To me, I don't think pop music is, is I don't think pop music would be popular in my opinion. I think it would be catchy. Catchy. Da-da-da-da. It's catchy. You, you bop, bop, bop with it. It's, 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 it's that pop. They say it's popular music, but what is popular music? I think pop, in my opinion, is just music. That's very catchy that you can just, hmm, 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 hmm. but again, it's a difference to me. It's a difference to me. When you're thinking of R&B. When you're thinking of R&B. You're thinking of someone singing from their heart. Singing from their soul. Singing from the diaphragm. And they're translating it to you. To make you feel something. It rises in emotion. That's for me. That's R&B. That's soul. Heart and soul. (laughs) R&B. Think about it. Rhythm and blues. Duh. (laughs) You're giving me emotion. You're making me feel a way. You make me understand what you're talking about. But also you're giving me lyrical content. You're still giving me a beat. Yes, it's cat, it might be catched on. It might be something that I remember, whether it's a beat, a harmony, melody, a string or something. But again, when you open your mouth and you sing to me, me being the audience, is is it's catching something within me. So whereas a pop song is just catchy. Da 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 da. da. It's like bubblegum. It's sweet for five seconds and it loses its content after that. Especially if it's not something I remember. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a sing along. Hello. Uh Uh-uh. No. Just saying. So definitely tune in. And you guys watch the Vlad um, watch the Vlad uh interview with Miss. Stephanie Mills, honey, who's not holding anything back. And probably much has never held anything back. Okay. So, yes. While we're dealing with the OGs of music, let's go. Um, <laughs> Shaka Khan definitely, uh, you know, says some things. And she said for, you know, Mary J. Blige to do her version of Sweet Thing sounded a little flat. I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, again, this is the woman that made her that made sweet thing. You can't be mad at her for that. But she, but she said she truly adores Mary J. Blige, and you know she wasn't coming at her on the, no, on no, you know, no shade, no tea, nothing like that. But I think it's kind of funny when the OGs kind of poke. kind of poke at the young at the the younger generation a little bit like mm -hmm, just messing with them but still have respect for them and everything of that nature so i don't think you know shaka was coming at her in any shape way or form you know no no not trying to be rude or anything or not like that wouldn't take that into consideration or none of that sort um also, speaking of Mary J, she has this new show on BET called The Wind Down. Pretty much talking about relationships and politics and religion and music and all that good stuff. Um, it aired, if I'm not mistaken, this past Wednesday. And, of course, her first couple of guests happened to be um, Miss Carisha Young Miami Brownlee. And Taraji P. Henson I really didn't get to tune in To kind of fill in what they were talking about As far as relationships were concerned But I think you guys should tune in And support the queen of hip hop And uh, her adding talk show personality To her checklist (laughs) So yeah Wind down pretty much with Mary J Check your local listings for time Day and channel so, speaking of channeling, um, TV, if I'm not mistaken, and all black, are airing a five-week documentary series called Omega, The Gift and the Curse. Hmm, you wonder who that is. That happens to be Mr. O. Or oh, Mr. Zen, Mr. Zen, Mr. Zen Mr. Zin Zen. Yes. So pretty much he has given us a documentary of what took place around the time that B2K's concert for um the Millennium's the Millennium Tour that happened back in 2019 took place. So from the makings, the very beginning when they were called when they were called in, negotiations taking place the uh, places that they sold out you know the backs the back the backstory of what happened with him and april that went to little that that caused a lot of controversy when she and fizz were dating at the time and what kind of injury that put him through also with uh Razz B, and um you know interpersonal conflict with you know the group members and things of that nature so it's pretty much a perspective of it's it's pretty much a marion's perspective of what happened and what took place from his his uh his visual lens along with you know you see his manager uh his manager um michelle Lafleur. you see um the person that was in charge of uh putting the uh Putting the event together. G-Square. Um, His name was Gary. I think. If I'm not mistaken. I don't want to mess up his name. You even see Mr. Damien Hall. For those who are not familiar with Damien Hall. His brother is Aaron Hall. Y'all yeah, remember them from the, group, from the R&B group. <laughs> Guy. Okay. I was surprised and perplexed that he was in there. He was in there. Okay. So yes. So Yes. Um, it's going on now Like I said um, It's TV and All Black You guys can check to see if y'all have TV, Whatever cable channel y'all have Y'all can check for local listings And time definitely And speaking of Marion <coughs> Interesting There was a Dr. Phil episode This past week that I took a look at And it happened actually To be speaking of him So a young lady A young lady pretty much got hoodwinked and bamboozled by someone who was posing as a Marion. Was telling her all these fictitious lies and just, you know, scamming her out of money pretty much. So her friend brought her to the Dr. Phil show to let her know that she was being conned okay and of course you know marion gave you know popped up at popped up to kind of give his viewers around around discussion of if you see someone that does not if you if you notice that that person is saying that they're me that's clearly not me because again with you know with celebrities first and foremost celebrities would never ask their fans for any type of money they make their money so why would you even you know why would why would you do that and then for you to pose as somebody else that's famous and to be scanning people out of money if they if you're putting them up to believe that you're the actual person that's really that's really gross of you okay so he pretty much told his fans and told her you know his apologies or whatever but that person that was posing as him that is not him and he and he's right he would never ask his fans for money and as a as a celebrity you don't ask your fans for money they come out they pay their money to come see you and you as a celebrity do what you got to do to make sure that your fans are accommodated people work hard to make sure that they come see you at any concert anywhere that you're at you make the time and you give as much as you give to your fans as much as they give to you energy love appreciation respect all that stuff that go hand in hand so yeah he just you know he came on um he came on to kind of give an overall view of how uh, you know his um social media and stuff that has the blue check mark and all that other uh, other things and of course his manager made an appearance to let her know that nah you know she's the og so anything happens she knows firsthand and this is you know stuff like that so yeah so that was good to know so yes Okay, more into the music. Let's go deeper. So, bravo. 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 Oh, man. You guys buckle up for this one. Because now, two supergroups of ladies are joining forces. SWB, 30 years in the game, honey. Talk about it. We've seen them grow as young women and now full-grown ladies. Are coming together with another super group from the ATL honey. So we got NYC with the ATL. The ladies of the peaches, we all know and love them. And they've been in the group and they've been in the group. <laughs> Duh. They've been pretty much they've been pretty much in the staple of music since they on 32. That would be escape with all four original members and of course we're dealing with swb with everybody in tow so yes they are going they are the queens of r b and let's just say who's the biggest diva hmm you be lucky to find out and is it going to be just a little bit of drama you got to find that out too so yes escaping swb joining forces and singing the songs we law lo- we um are putting together a show that both both groups are coming together, so with ladies 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 ladies, we shall see so um I know that the first episode will be on Sunday, so you guys tune on in to see what s w v and Escape will bring to the table of things we already know and maybe not know question right but yeah, definitely prepared for that part most definitely okay i think i got that part right right sorry i'm making sure i'm checking everything did i get everything out to you guys too because i don't want to miss a beat on anything or anything okay i feel like i'm missing something i hope i got everything out that i needed to i'm sorry you guys i'm just making sure i check you know what I gotta what I gotta get to you guys because I be forgetting sometimes. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Sometimes I be forgetting. I be like, I should have said that, right? Maybe nah. <laughs> now, nah, but I'm gonna keep on saying it. That's fine. Okay Oh my goodness Oh my goodness Oh my goodness Oh Okay Here it goes Okay So I was Tuning into Of course you know the Housewives of the Tome They wrapped up season 7 of course Uh, We kind of re um, I kind of brought in a little bit of issues I've had, but they also kind of brought I mean, it wasn't that long, but I'm glad that they brought the topic of that up because that's something that was really usually swept under the rug and not really visually put out on Front Street. But I have to say, you know, they did bring up the topic of colorism, and most of you guys are pretty much. Uh, you guys probably don't know what colorism is, but usually you can say it's not so much based within, it's it's based within races of, you could say a shade, a shade that's treated a little bit more superior than another shade. And I'm going to use it, I'm going to use it like that because I don't, again, I'm going to, I'm trying to, you know, reason with people's feelings. But I'm also trying to make everybody understand that it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It happens within racial groups. Mostly, you could say with women. It can happen in that kind of, in that retrospect. So I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to make it sensitive within everybody. Because it happens in different races. It happens in different groups with colorism and should it be addressed absolutely so but it should be given two seconds and i was disappointed with the way it was i i was given i was disappointed in the way that it was addressed because everybody should have spoke about it everybody should have had something to say because in season seven i felt as though whatever whatever went down with wendy wasn't handled with care and wasn't given it wasn't roared enough it was just swept under the rug like it was supposed to happen. And y'all felt like, and the girls felt like Wendy was being attackful, especially with Robin. She felt that Wendy was being abrasive. No, Wendy just unfortunately, unfortunately got a drink thrown in her face because she was making a point to another cast member, which was Mia at the time. You accusing, you're accusing another woman who is married just like you of dealing with somebody else outside her marriage knowing that when it comes to her marriage she's secure he's secure she's safe he's safe and there's no foolishness going on you're telling her you know just because you do things differently within your marriage doesn't mean that she does things that she does the opposite in her marriage she's respectful. To her marriage. She's respectful to herself. She carries herself. As you can see. With style and grace. I mean everybody cares. You know everybody. Does their own style and grace differently. You can't be mad at somebody else. Who carries themselves like this. You do your own thing. How you carry yourself as such. So again. It makes it to the point where. You know it's a lot of foolishness. And I don't think that. You know for it to be swept under the rug. What happened to Wendy. Is is despicable to me because she was assaulted. She was assaulted with a drink. And then she was assaulted with an object. And Mia should be off the show for that. Just like y'all made sure what happened with Monique. With dealing with Candace. At the end of the day. Whatever transpired was not good for neither one of the two. And that was. A situation that got handled. The same situation in this. With what happened with Wendy. Should have got handled as well. In my opinion. And it needs to be more for that. You know. It's just that the season was interesting. Candace had. (laughs) Candace was. On top of her reading. Karen was right behind her. On the reading part of the show. I mean I was here for it. I was reading. I was turning the page from cover to cover or everything on everything candace had reads for days i mean there was some that kind of took me out like rest in peace and resurrect and come back again like can't do it so i just think that the issue of colorism should have had a little bit more airtime I'm glad that, you know, Andy kind of backed up a little bit and let the, and, and let the um, ladies have the floor. But I think everybody should have spoken. It should have been no turning up the nose. It shouldn't have been no silence because when you're silent, that means you're a part of it. Just saying. When you're silenced, you're a part of it. Instead of learning to speak up or agree to disagree or say something. It's better than you just sitting there. Thinking you're pretty and you're hiding a lot. You're throwing stones, but you're hiding your hands. So I wish more was given time on that issue, and um, I'm hoping that Bravo and Andy take a little bit more, you know, alliance when it comes to what happened previously and to what happened before, uh, what happened now, because it, it was kind of effed up that that happened to Wendy, and nothing really got taken care of as it should have been because if it was anybody else or if it was me she would have got me would have got her ass dragged dragged you don't throw nothing in nobody's face and think it's not gonna be no type of retaliation i don't care what type of what type of wherewithal the stuff i have which you're not gonna do regular regular Douglas schmegler on tv on the camera i don't give a damn you throw something at me your ass is getting dragged. And I'm talking off from here to there. And you can press all the charges you want. Because I'm pressing on you too. Because you started it. I don't give a damn. There's going to be a lot of people in this world that are going to piss you off. What you going to do? Throw something in their face? Girl, you better throw them hands first. I don't think they're not going to keep coming back for you. An eye for an eye, honey. An eye is for an eye. <laughs> so, Yeah. The last, um, mm-hmm. the, last um, of, um, the last installment of the uh, last installment of the Potomac reunion is this Sunday, so I guess the husbands are going to get their chance to speak. So uh, we'll definitely see what Eddie says about what happened with Wendy this season. But I know Chris definitely got the smoke and fire for everybody. So we're going we to get that one out. And get that one a fair chance. So pretty much. Check for Bravo this week y'all. With that. Also. um, Speaking of chances and good things. I got it. I got to stop. I remember one thing. Okay, This is Oscar season. So yes. The Oscars are on the 12th. Rihanna will be singing her song. That's Oscar worthy so I'm definitely going to tune in to see that part um also she shared um some uh some uh backstory on what happened at the Vogue shoot you can see that her mom was bringing the baby down and her and A$AP Rocky were taking pictures on her Vogue shoot that she pretty much um did a couple of months back in December that were released um early last month so yes, so hopefully uh, we get to see her all her shining glory, and maybe, and maybe just maybe we cross our fingers that she'll take home that uh, that award for the for the song. Should I mean we haven't seen a song like that since uh, it was hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> Back to Three Six Mafia when they were Oscar award winners for their song. <laughs> let's see if we could do a number we could do a number two on that one who knows definitely but um anyway you guys i think that's my i think that's my cue i think i brought a i think i got what i need to get to you guys hopefully i don't forget anything and by the next episode i'm telling you what i was supposed to tell you the last episode but yes definitely um definitely gonna think of a topic for um for the next episode most definitely because i need my topics back because it'd be able to help me flow a little bit but um yeah i just had to give you guys pretty much a little serving of uh, a little serving of the topics real quick a little here a little there let y'all know i'm in the loop and i'm still here (laughs) um i appreciate those who have been listening so far so um i thank you and welcome (laughs) <laughs> i'll turn out more as i can definitely so um, uh, yeah on that note i will see you guys next episode until then you guys stay safe and most importantly later